Hi, friends. Today's episode is brought to you in partnership with our friends at IJM. Y'all know International Justice Mission is the largest anti-slavery organization in the world. They work to rescue people out of slavery and trafficking and walk with survivors until they're restored and thriving in freedom. And Eddie Caulfield's works there. Yes, I do. And I love it. And I love that we get to bring these stories and talk about them. Today, we wanted to share with you a bit about Vashanti, who was a mom who was tricked into slavery in a brick kiln. It's just terribly difficult labor. Um, and alongside I just can't imagine. Her, That's unreal. Oh, it's making like... Making bricks for hours. I mean, 18 hours a day. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and your boss is a terrible person, right? Like, right. it's not right. like it's a, it's a it's a layers of a terrible work environment. But yeah, um, so... She had this, she's working there alongside of her husband in 2012, an IJM rescue operation freed her and her husband and others in the facility. And she said, I, the quotes always get me. She said, I still remember that first day after the rescue operation. When I woke up in my home, it suddenly struck me that I am free. Mm -hmm. um, so years go by. But what I love about Vishanti's story that we've seen more and more with people who are survivors is that yeah. she has not only, she, she is thriving and she is using her voice. And she, did you uh, see the part about, did I tell you the part about the COVID-19 response that she's done? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, that's, she, yeah. She made sure that her village was safe by calling each person in the community on her phone. She's educating people about the severity of the effect infection and giving precautionary instructions for washing hands and staying safe. And so, this generations of people that. who have survived become the advocates, and that yeah. is just deeply rewarding. Yeah. Vashanti is a total hero to me, and so are the supporters who sent IJM to rescue her. Um, you guys, if you want to partner with IJM and send rescue to people around the world who are still trapped in slavery, you can. Just become a Freedom Partner today at IJM.org slash Be A Hero. Freedom Partners give monthly to make it possible for IJM to show up for women like Vashanti and to walk with them over years of healing and restoration. You can learn more at IJM.org slash Be A Hero. Did, uh, oh, sorry, I didn't hear you. I didn't see you hit start. Yep, the show has begun. People are listening. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad that I stopped what I was about to ask you. Um, you didn't warn me. You just did it, nope. which was a bingo circle nope, back in I, the bingo days. Oh, don't even talk about bingo. <laughs> um, Eddie, I've had such an accomplished morning already, and it's 7.30 Nashville time. Take me through all of it, because I have not. I'm already, I'm already ready to go. Clean face, everybody ready to go. Wow. And... And I already packed my lunch, and I made my tea. It just felt like a real morning. You, you eat the same lunch every day? Uh, that's right. Thank you for asking. Um, I do not. <laughs> thank you. I feel seen. Yeah, thank you for wondering about my <laughs> rhythms. Nobody cares. Um, uh, and so thank you for caring. Uh, I do not pack the same. I'm not a very good lunch packer. I don't mm. find packed lunches all that enjoyable, but I also don't work at a school anymore where I can buy a school lunch. Oh, so man. the option when I'm going to the office, which is every day right now, praise the Lord, um, mm -hmm. just about, uh, the option is you bring your lunch or we get lunch delivered and the cost of lunch delivered is not what I want to do full time. Right. So, it's a nice little thing every once in a while or yeah, when you that's need right. it. Or we did it last Friday. Producer Chad came in and we ordered Burger Up, which is delicious. Burger Up. Yes. I want to be there on a uh, lunch day. Oh, you I do. like your office. When you come, next time you come, we'll order a burger up. It is, 
And it's super close to our office, one of the mm-hmm. locations is. And so it's very easy to, it gets there quick. It's still toasty. It's easy awesome. to burger up. It's still it's what easy you... easy to burger up. So today, I... Eddie, I just did a bag of salad. Bags of salad to me. Bags yeah. of salad. I mean, if we were bringing a hero today, I may loop it back around and bring my hero as the bag of salad. Yeah. Because I have just <laughs> been blessed by the amount of different bags of salad at the grocery store that are a starting point. So you get the bag of salad and that's your starting point. And then today I added, so I put it in a bowl and then I add, I added chicken, grilled chicken. I added nice. a cucumber. I you added add roast- some protein. That's sure, smart. sure, sure. I added roasted tomatoes. Mm-hmm. And then I just put a little bit of that dressing or a lot of bit of that dressing. Nobody's judging. There's no mm-hmm. should here. No. And you just shake it up and I put half of it in a different container and take it to work. That was Great. the question is dressing begins a countdown timer like milk and cereal that you've got to eat that you got to uh, get to it. Yeah. I mean, this, this particular bag is more of a coleslaw kind of bag. And so oh. it actually is, gets better the longer it sits together. And I mm. added some dill. Did you ever see that Twitter thread from one of the producers of the bachelor talking about the reason you don't like salad is you don't put seasoning on it. Yes. It's Absol- brilliant. They're like, you would salt everything or yes. you would put, and it was a great thread. He went, it went bananas. Yeah. Which, oh gosh, here's another thing. Uh, you are, I, I am enjoying listening to this show as much as anyone this morning. Don't <laughs> well, you Well, you've really back. got the list. I don't. But my last thing is last two weeks ago, maybe, mm-hmm. I was with someone who said, well, yeah, my video just re- went viral. And I was like, oh. Wow. Do, do you have in your mind, Eddie, what, how many watches a video needs to have on YouTube to be considered viral? I have. What's the line? Oh, I have no idea because I, I feel like you know it when you know it. But is there a defined number in the I world? No, I don't know. I, my, I think my theory has become, as I dug into this young woman's video life and her, because I went like, oh, she had a video go viral. I should go see it because I hadn't seen it. And then, so I think what I learned out of it is maybe if you're. If the watches on the video greatly outnumbers your followers, mm-hmm. that so to me you feels like viral. It's running wild. Because it means there's I'm, strangers watching. Right. Because generally I know what a tweet or an Instagram post will garner. Get, like right. I know my average. That's I have right. never seen one just run out of the stable into the forest. Just That's in, right. to live its own life and to That's never right. look back. Very I've had one tweet. Very emotional. Wow. Goodbye, beautiful tweet. Yeah, it's like I love I've you. I've had horse. one during a um during one that went so far beyond my my reach on Twitter, and it was in 2016 during uh during an election thing, and <laughs> and Melania Trump had quoted somebody. It was like she it was like she quoted a song lyric from the 90s, but didn't realize she was doing it. And so I just was like, did Melania Trump just quote cars by um, her fast car by who, you know, like that's because it was those exact same lyrics. Chapman? uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was those same lyrics. I'm not sure if it it was that song, but but how I knew that thing is I was like, oh, this is a lot more people than actually follow me. Right. This is getting its own. People are yes. replying because you know the people that reply to your thing. That's right. That's right. We know all the people. We all see, That's we're right. all chatting. It's the same dozen ish people who are the 
oh, they're always there. And then there's like layers and then but you sure. see it run away because you mentioned. That's right. Melania and that's Trump. and also when people get really mean, it usually means it's people who don't know you. Right. And, and so you just kind of go like, uh, guy, you don't even know me. Yeah. Settle yeah, yeah. down. OK, I need to talk to you about salad for okay. a moment. And right. I, I don't want to miss a thread of this because. This sure, I definitely important. jumped to viral videos because of a train in my head, and I'm no. with you. I'm not done talking about salads with you. <sighs> Tell me your, because we've recently discovered a bag salad that I just remembered we haven't gotten in a while, but it's incredible. And I like it. It's got the kale. It's a kale-based salad, which I'm no- yeah. normally a kale fan. But if you do kale right, and it's not too bitter, love it. Cranberries, some little nut element to it, and then some sort of magical dressing. That you can Eddie, put a little or a lot on, no judgment. You won't believe me when I tell you that the, the sweet kale bag that you're describing is exactly the one I went made this morning. Annie, I believe you. <laughs> it I believe, is all the way true. Because I believe it is object, ob, objectively, objectively the best yeah. salad. It's my number two of the kale bag salads, but it's very good. Yes, it's well, very good. Because people can argue about best sauce at Chick-fil-A, and I think everybody's sure. got a solid argument for what is sure. best. Which is, go ahead, we want to say it at the same time, best yep, sauce sure. at Chick-fil-A? Oh, let's say one, two, three, and then we'll say it, okay? Okay, hold um, on, let me think, hold on, let me make sure I'm, I have it right. Um, you're, now, th- don't think of fries, because people go back no, and forth. No, 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 just the best a, sauce, yeah. Dipping a number one with extra pickles, I know. Count to three. One, two, three, Polynesian. Honey roasted barbecue. Oh, okay. boy, okay, that's hard, it's hard to hear. This is going to be the last of this show. <laughs> You guys, I'm thank gonna, you so much for joining us for Annie and Eddie Keep Talking. They can no longer keep talking. I'm going to have to breach of contract this and find someone <laughs> who understands I that Polynesian really sauce I do really like is, Polynesian, but do you know the honey roasted barbecue that comes in the packet? No, I don't, actually. Okay, so that feels that feels like you're just undereducated, which is fine. It's totally fine. You know, you are knowing, this is, they teach us this at OnSite, <laughs> you are doing the best with what you know. You just don't know the packet of honey roasted barbecue. I'm going to put one in the mail to you today. Just one. But it's just like, one in an envelope. <laughs> that should that should ship well. That'll travel but, fine. But it's like we think Christmas is the best holiday, but, and but we don't really know. There could be a better thing. We just accept that Christmas rules because it's got all the things we want. Okay. This is almost right. a perfect metaphor, by the way. Yeah, I'm not keep sure going. If you're I'm not out. I'm not out. Keep going. Once you taste Polynesian sauce, and you think to yourself, "Well, this is everything." There could be no thing. See, but this is proving my own point. I think that there may be a best kale salad, and I would love to know what you think about it. I think there's real strong feelings about Chick-fil-A sauces. Yeah, okay, sure. I just rewound the whole thing because I realized I was walking into the trap that I set for myself. (laughs) You did. You became the person you wished you were. I was. I reset the whole thing. Okay, so kale salad. Yeah, my favorite is the Asiago kale. Even though I don't really eat the Asiago, I really like the dressing of the Asiago kale. Oh, and that would be more of a cheese-based thing, right? Yes, but I don't eat the cheese. And so, Mm -hmm. but the the rest of everything in there— is and this show is brought to you by Taylor Farms. I think that's the name of the of the company that makes both these bags of Get salad. Get over here, Taylor Farms. We're not sponsored, but we Call will sell your Taylor product. Farms. I will bag salad you. Send us salad into um, virality. That's yes. right, into virality. Well done. Um, but that is my. But but you're. I mean, you are a hundred percent right that there is no reason that the sweet kale is not right up there with it. 
Ooh, bag salad. Well, yeah. what do you you open a bag salad and what do you add to it, or do you just go for it? It really depends. Is this a side item? If it's a side item, we just t- go with it as is because part of the beauty of the bag salad is I don't want to make salad. Yep. Like we don't want to do. But the I want to have thing. salad. I don't want to make just, it, but I want to have it. Do it. Just yeah. throw that in a thing and stir it all up. That's right. If I'm going to add something, I'm going to need to add some some kind of protein. And if it doesn't have crunch, to me, a salad without crunch, like I need uh, I need differing textures and food sure. that I eat. Yeah, that's right. I'm 100% with you on that. Right. I, I, um, but I, I, the crunch is hard to come by when you, because I don't need a lot of gluten. It just right. makes me feel bad. And so mm-hmm. I'm not allergic. It just makes me feel bad. Mm-hmm. And and so it's hard to find a good crunch in a this salad. Where, That's why I add a cucumber, and it does not do the job of a crouton. Let me just be honest with everybody. A, cr- a cucumber and a crouton are not even Stevens. They're not equal shingle. Um, no, they would never. They wouldn't even talk in high school. No, 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 no. They're so different. Crouton's super cool, and like we'll say hi to cucumber. But when it comes down to it, cucumber has no idea what crouton does at nights or on the weekends. That's right. Cucumber just goes home watches the simpsons hangs out with his little brother and does not really and is in chorus mm. and y- you know what i mean and mm-hmm. cucumber's like posting pictures of of itself at the beach right it's like it's right like very cool this life <laughs> yes yes like, yes how, how does cucumber how does crouton already have a friend who drives it's right 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 i mean it's it's 100%. a cool life yeah 100 percent. you're right so what's your wow. crutch those little uh, well, I, I believe a nut-based crunch is yeah. if I'm gonna if I'm really trying to do like the okay I'm I'm trying to be healthy-ish, adding a nut into something is is a decent substitute because it doesn't get mushy, but we all know that crouton is so cool. Yeah, crouton's mom let it get a tattoo, <laughs> and it was like oh my gosh, you're my first friend that got a tattoo crouton. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you really, you really saw that story all the way. This is. I've been watching a lot of improv, late night improv. Oh, well, have I'm you? watching it late. It's it's a, it's on anytime. The Middle Ditch and Schwartz thing, and I have in my head that I could do it. And we've talked about this before. So I was trying to yes and and just keep the joke going. Yeah, you did. I mean, I agree with you. I think you could totally do. Would you pick improv over stand up? Ooh, I have never been able to answer that question in my head. Wow. I think I'm more comfortable in an improv setting because of all the podcasting. Like I sure. g- I generally feel very comfortable with the fact that you and I hit start and a half hour happens and I don't know how it happened but we're <laughs> following each other and listening closely to each other and making sure. jokes and enjoying sure. it. So I have that I like that feeling of walking out into a blank thing. Yep. Stand up though I feel like is magical because you would get the chance to write. But gosh, I like being in. I like being with a team. I would like being. Why with don't a, you do it? A uh, couple reasons. Well, yeah. fear is the main overriding reason. Oh, so sure. there's an excuse of fear that's like actually afraid of it. Two, not much of a scene in Gainesville. Three, here's the real thing. I mean, here's, there's not much of a scene in Gainesville, which is exactly where you want to practice. Maybe, but here's the real thing. Here's the thing. Sometimes. I get nervous about what I would say on stage if I was really trying to be loosey-goosey. Like, if I would make, like, an inappropriate joke. Right. <laughs> do you know I mean? mean? I mean, well, I don't yes, think it'd be, like, that inappropriate. I do know what you mean. But also, you've been on stages <laughs> a lot when you wanted to win the crowd over and you haven't done that. That's a cucumber <laughs> move. You're a crouton. 
Oh my gosh. Seriously. I just got an <laughs> earring. Who has earrings at this age? I just think, right? I just think, I, I think you're, I mean, you don't have to ever do it, but I, because to me, none of that's interesting to me. I don't want to try any of that. Um, and, 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 but I, so I can say to you fully, I think you should do it. And I think that because you want to do it. Right. And I okay, don't listen, think you're going to no. accidentally make an inappropriate you, joke. You're, do you wanna, you're smarter do, than that. Do you know the real reason? Do you want to know the real reason? You've said that three times. Yeah, this is the real, this is the real reason. This You're such is an it. onion. Oh my gosh. But the cool thing about onion is like, it's dad's <laughs> beach house don't, is don't. always open. You're like. <laughs> the onion are... is not that cool. He plays video game. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> you play is video Is somebody games. else available to be the first part of this show? <laughs> there are a lot of Jim and sorry. Eddie keep talking. There would be a lot oh of great options. Oh my gosh. I'm for sorry. and Eddie keep talking. Okay, what's your real fear about doing stand up? Or or improv. The real fear is that I know I would love it so much. I would like I would th- I would like want to change careers. I would want to move to New York. I would want to like d- just obliterate everything. Now, I know that there's some false thinking about that. But mm-hmm. that's the real, real. Like, I can be into, like, we talked before about karate. I know I'm not going to be a guy that probably gets into, like, karate tournaments. I would just like the physical challenge of trying something new. But I sure. I know in my personality, I'm not going to have that, like, got to be a black belt. Like, it'd be cool. Yeah. If if I had a successful moment as a stand-up, I, I think there's a real chance that we're sitting down having a conversation. It's like, I'd like to move to L.A., and I would like to give it two years and I'm going to write a spec script um, for XYZ show. And I just feel like it's such a thing that I would love so much. Do, do you ever have that feeling? Like it's almost I know there's like a lot of false thinking in that, but that's the realist thing I've got. That's why I think you need to do it one time because you actually need to see if you love it as much as you think you will and you're as good as you think you are. Because if either of those. I don't know if I think I'm good. You must think you're going to be good or you wouldn't think you'd move right away to L.A. No, I think I'd want to. I don't know. Talent but is you, not a part of this. It's just how much I love entertainment, how much I love TV, how much I love that whole world. I just, it's, yeah, I just really think you should do it. Because if it's true that you love it as much as you love it, and you, like, I just had a comedian on my podcast, and she said the first time she bombed is when she knew she wanted to do this for her job. <laughs> if yeah. you can do that, then maybe that's a like real valuable thing to learn about yourself and to discuss with your family. But if yeah. you if the, if you do it and you don't love it, or if you do it and you bomb and you don't ever want to do it again, at least you knew. If you do it and you kill, mm-hmm. and you loved it, I think that's a really important thing to pay attention to. Better to have loved and lost, right, than to have never loved at all. Nailed I it. see what you're doing, and I totally I'm respect it that you're over talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I got deflect- you. I know it. I see what's I want to get back to other things that are not about me, and I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> Here's the great thing, though. In truth, to your point, and then you've got to give me. You've got to allow me to move forward. But I'm happy yes, to. I'm done. All of that is right. The great thing is, in this, is the least supportive person of me is me by far. The most mm. supportive person of me is Brianne. I could sure. tell, and and this isn't like let's just dote on your wife for no reason. Absolutely, 
I have had a million career ideas in my life and every single one, she's been like, oh yeah, you'd do great. Go for it. I mean, mm. I could bring her, hey, I want to really pursue ninja stuff. I want to be yeah. the next. I want to actually go for it. And she would give it a second and go, yeah. It's, I think she like super supportive. They're, the only thing holding me back is my psychology. Because some people have like genuine, like I can't do this thing because. Right. You would, no, I have nothing. I have nothing holding me back from trying something new other than my own stuff. Yeah. I really <sighs> hope you'll try. I don't ever have to see it. You don't ever have to tell us until it's way finished. But mm -hmm. I think, I think living in. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm here and I'm listening. <laughs> what else is on your list? <sighs> First of all, how good of a friend you are for <laughs> a lot. Just <laughs> we can let up. it go. It doesn't matter. It's fine. No, I, no I, good. we're good. Yeah. I appreciate it. It's a yeah. real thing. It's a real thing, and I appreciate it. Yeah. Good. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, all right. So I have a couple things. We okay, need ready. to make sure we spend time talking about the incredible events that happened between wow. Friday on the show and Tuesday, which, by the way, no show in between those two no times. No show Ooh. in between. Just I could not Friday. be I could not be more stunned how this story panned out. Friday happens. And here's the what you, you recap how you saw Friday. What like what happened on Friday? We do as we always do and make zero plans before we start a show. Right. As the show progresses, we describe you describe a tattoo that is less than less than less than. And right. and we say show us. I say show us, you say never. <laughs> Unless a ton of money is raised and cameras Candace Cameron Beret asks me to. And by the way, Candace Cameron had been talked about earlier because she had recommended a tanning product to you. That's right. That's right. So I just, she in case somebody hero. didn't listen to Friday, I don't, I just don't want them to miss the whole thing. Yes, we had, so we had Candace on the brand. We were doing a classic improv thing where we are pulling together oh everything. <laughs> Hold on. Should I do improv? Oh my no. God, my life. <laughs> what is happening in my life? So, um, <laughs> yeah, so we got Candace and I, I flippantly say like, I would never. And I threw out, you're like, what would it, what number would it have to be? And you were like, a thousand dollars. I was like, no, we could raise a thousand dollars. And you're like, 10,000. Sure. And at that point, I think to myself, oh, sure, because we're never going to raise $10,000. We're $10,000. That's a lot of money. That's, That's real a money. A lot of money. Yes. Then the day <laughs> progresses. And didn't you tell me what happens? <laughs> so uh, two hours later, I have a call. Well, you say it's $10,000 to be the bridge. A nonprofit run by our friend Latasha Morrison that is all about racial reconciliation and education. Incredible and organization. Personally, affected my life a great deal. So helpful. Same. Love Be the Bridge. Yeah. And so I actually have a meeting that day with Tasha and her assistant, Amanda. Which her, I don't know. Not, assistant's probably not true. She's probably the, like the COO. She's like a big deal over there. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I call i i in the meeting i say hey before we start the meeting about the meeting this funny thing happened this morning and i said amanda can you build us a page that we can donate to to see if we can get to ten thousand dollars and because she says I did, yeah i did not know y'all were gonna talk i did not know i didn't know any of this sure. i just said be the bridge because i like be the bridge a lot and it was the organization that i thought well if we could raise a bunch of money for that so i don't know that any of this is happening i don't know that i mean it's truly None of it's planned. So, yep. of course, you're meeting with her that day. And, of course, they set up a fundraising page. Yeah. Within an hour after we hang up. 
Right. And we share it on Twitter. We share mm-hmm. it on Instagram. And and the numbers just start clicking. Right. So <laughs> we're at a thousand. Our friends are the best. Our friends are the best. I mean, we're at a thousand dollars in 20 minutes. I hadn't seen the website yet when it was already at a thousand. So by the time <laughs> you text me, it's at a thousand. Or it's like cl- close to that. Like we're already building. So, okay. So then there's the funny thing where you're like, oh boy. <laughs> so maybe this is just like a one thing. I'm not really sweating it, but I'm like, there's also the joke of Candace Cameron. What is sure. she going to do? Tweet sure. at me? <laughs> Precisely. Because I, and once the money starts rolling in, because I said to you on Friday, we need to get the $10,000 before I talk to Candace. Like, there's right. no reason for Candace right. to get involved until we have the money. Correct. Well, there she has other real-life friends of hers that listen to our show. Right. And before I even open Twitter later that afternoon, I text Candace and explain the story to her and send her a link. And then she says, oh, I know. I already got a text. And then I open Twitter, and she's already tweeted at you and said, I want right. to see the tattoo, Eddie. And I said, oh, Candace, you already did it. Thanks. (laughs) But here's from my angle, because I don't know any of this is happening. So I'm just continuing my day. I'm just checking email. And then all of a sudden, up pops a notification. And there's Candace Cameron Beret. Yes. Just tweeting at me saying, hey, I want to see the tattoo. And you start to think to yourself, yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to definitely show this tattoo. It's been $1,000 in like nine minutes, and Candace Cameron has already gotten word. I clearly yeah. have no idea that anybody listens to this show. I only yeah. thought it was you and me and my friend Jason and my friend Dan. I thought that's who listened to the show. <laughs> Apparently, others do. Others do. So Our friends are incredibly loyal. That is one thing we we learned that with Bingo. We learned that with listeners when they talk to us on Instagram and Twitter, like, Mm-hmm. Our people are very loyal. It's very fun. So we are at, at this moment, fast forward. At, at this point, I'm like, well, now we're just going to raise money. I'm not going to even try to do the like, oh, I don't want this to happen. I'm like, well, Candace Cameron's already reached out. This is yeah. inevitable. Let's see what we can do. At That's this right. moment of, of recording this show, we are at $11,948.75. Yeah. I have no doubt we're going to get that other $52. From 317 uh, different people. That's the unbelievable part. There are people, people, people who are, gave $100. There are people who literally gave $5. It is the coolest. $5. It's the coolest thing. I, I, oh, yeah. Uh, it was like a groundswell of, and also, yeah. I mean, people are, People, a lot of people gave anonymously. People are given sixteen dollars. People yeah. are given ten, two hundred. I mean, it was nuts. Yeah. Uh, Eve, Lucy, and Brienne gave. I did not. Um, <laughs> right, like everybody. Yeah, I just three hundred and what was it? Three hundred seventeen. I mean, as that's, of this minute, right? So, can we talk for a second? Because you are talking to Latasha Morrison. Did she? Yes. Did like? Did, Oh my gosh, I'm just pulling, I'm pulling up her text right now. Yes, Sunday afternoon when we hit 10, because you and I were watching it pretty close on Sunday because it was like, oh, we're in the nines. This is going to happen. And so I texted Tasha and I said, we did it. And she said, what? Even before Tuesday, I'm going to cry. And I was like, I know it's nuts. We didn't even share the link on the show, just on social media. Our people are the coolest. And she was like, thank you. Thank you, friends. Thank you to Eddie. I'm just so grateful. And I just said, well, I hope it makes something possible that wasn't possible Friday morning. 
Like I hope that having at the time, $10,000 right. now, $12,000. I right. hope that having $12,000 makes something possible that wasn't possible before we started this. And she said, we're meeting on Monday. This comes at such a critical time for us because of some other financial things that are changing. And I was mm. like, oh my gosh, we couldn't have known that. We didn't plan that. We just love, and we haven't done a great job of explaining Be the Bridge. Do you want to do that? Oh, yeah. I mean, I yeah, that's a great, great point. So Be the Bridge, they're, they empower people and like the culture towards racial healing and equity and reconciliation. And so they do the very, very hard work of working with individuals and organizations in responding to racial brokenness and systematic injustice around the world. And so this sounds like one of those, like, how is that possible? They make curriculum and teaching and individual consulting available to organizations, to churches that really help people move towards racial reconciliation. And I am right. such a deep fan of practical solutions. And Be the Bridge has been one of the places where I have found myself going like, let me ask the embarrassing question that I've always wanted to ask. And I, I need to be understood and challenged on this. Yeah. And it's, it's a safe, good place to do that. And it's a really smart place. And, you know, they've, they've put out a ton of curriculum, transracial adoption curriculum, which was deeply challenging, but incredible. I mean, they just continue to create um, bridges. And yeah. so that's why I love them. So I, I think that for people and for churches, I think a lot of people like for churches that are trying to figure out how do we do this thing like of racial reconciliation, yeah. how can you pull it from a concept to an actual practical manifestation of relationship building within your church? This yeah. Be the Bridge is the place to go. Um, yeah. And they're just really nice and really graceful. Because I interviewed Latasha a couple years ago for The New Activist, and I'm pretty sure I asked her some dumb questions, and she just very warmly answered them. Yeah, we'll and, link in uh, the show notes. We'll link to your interview with Tasha and my interview with Tasha because they're both oh, yeah. different but really interesting. And they're, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, an, you get two full sides of Be the Bridge, which I really love. And they're so, good with the I mean, money, it just is which crazy. <laughs> yes, right. that is huge. We wouldn't talk about nonprofits that weren't good with their money because that's yeah. gross. Yeah, yeah. But man, it's just so fun that that we came up with a silly thing, a fun thing. And our friends on the other side of this podcast jumped in with us. And now we like, I mean, that's substantial money for a nonprofit. And and so oh, yeah. thank you guys for doing that. And Eddie, now you have to show us that tattoo. The tattoo has been photographed yesterday by Eve. Lucy wrote a little message underneath on the white space oh, that brilliant. was available. And it is scheduled to be posted at 9.30 a.m. Eastern 2020, the year of our Lord. Okay. So we are... It will be posted by the time you hear this show. Check any social media, not of in the world, but of mine. And yes, let's or, just hope. Yes, and I'll reshare it as well on mine. And oh, so everybody God. can see, see the that tat. doesn't that doesn't make me excited. Well, I think that's... a retweet from you normally makes people excited, but you're retweeting my <laughs> big old pasty white real estate that I do not want into. The, but you do your thing. We really need not for Candace Cameron to break. To, she asked to see it. Yeah, she could see it. I just don't want her to post it. She's got like Bob oh. Saget looking at her. Yeah, I can't imagine media. that she will do that. But I do think it'd be nice to yeah, make sure that's she sees the, it. That's fine. She can see it. Yeah, she'll good. she'll be tagged appropriately. She can see. Sure. It. Well done. Um, okay. Do you have heroes for today? I do. I am excited okay. about today's hero. I oh, great. this one makes me deeply, deeply happy. Uh, 
the Gerber baby has been around for a long time. The original Gerber baby lady, she's like 93 or 94 years old. Bull. Um, yeah, that little kid that you think of when you think of Gerber baby. Well, yeah. apparently Gerber babies change all the time because I guess babies grow up and they need new baby models. So this year's Gerber baby. Um, and by the way, I got this off good, good, good. Brandon Harvey's. Oh, yeah, Twitter. Brandon Harvey. Oh, CNN. I love that guy. I'll retweet it in just a second, but I just wanted to say where I got that. So the Gerber baby is a little girl named Magnolia. And I don't know if there are levels of cute in the world because I think all babies are cute. <laughs> But something's going on with Magnolia that is magical. The yeah, kids she's unstoppable. Sparkle eyes. If you can look up a picture of her, I'll I'll retweet it in just a second. She is a magically beautiful baby. And mm-hmm. also, so that's fun. So Magnolia is the hero. But and also, she uh, is the first ever Gerber baby who is uh, a child who has been adopted into a family. So all of oh, the other Gerber cool. babies have been uh, have been. I guess the biological children of sure. the parents. Of and the parents she, who drove them there. Of the parents who drove them there. And Magnolia is not. And so it is both raising uh, just awareness of Magnolia's endless sweet, sweetness and her just edible yeah. little face. And also just to the fact that families come in a lot of different forms. And so she is awesome. And she's got two other sisters, Whitney and Charlotte, both of whom are also adopted. And so this sweet family and Charlotte is the face of Gerber baby. And I thought, well, that is certainly heroic, that little kid. That's very sweet. And she's about to turn one, which is just the cutest thing. Which means she's about to age out of her new job. Got to get a new Gerber baby. That went all right for you. ASAP. Right. I better hurry it up. I want your hero now to be salad, just to make it so unimportant. I but really I wanted, wanted it to, to be salad, but it's pretty, but it's it's more important than that. Sadly, uh, I could save it for Friday and just make sa- now nah, save salad as a Friday hero. Uh, just to remind everybody that salad still exists on Fridays. Um, mm. My hero today is I talked to three different people yesterday who work at summer camps or run summer camps, and no one knows what to do. And yeah. everyone's having, you know, these these camps that that bring so much joy and so much memory. I mean, one of the camps has been, every, I mean, a lot of them, every single summer for the last 100 years, every single summer for the last 50 years. And this is the first summer that it won't be. And oh, yeah. there's a financial strain and there's a memory loss, you know, of all oh, these yeah. great memories. And it just... And, you know, there were all these people that were going to be employed by summer camps all summer. And now they don't know if that's going to happen in June and July or if that's not happening at all. Or There's layers and layers of this. Yeah. I have a lot of feels for the people who are trying, who knew what their summer was going to be because they were going to be at a camp or because they live at a camp and they were going to run a camp. And and now they don't get to. And so they're, they're, they haven't, um, it's not that they have done a heroic thing that you can go look, point right at, but every decision they make every day and don't lose hope is heroic to me. Oh, yeah, abs- absolutely. And it's just, it's the next wave of, you know, schools are winding down. They they get to pause, but there's a whole new wave of people that are having to refigure out how does this work? And yes. and it's just, and it's hard. I feel sad for and camp kids is so who, fun. So fun. And there's camp staff that the summer really pays for the rest of the year for that place yes. to stay open. And there's, I mean, it's just layers and layers of, and it's just such an intimate, fun time. It's hard to do that six feet apart or on Zoom. I'm sure they'll figure it out. 
but it's just really hard. It's really hard. Yeah, it's just really hard. It's it's heartbreaking. And yes. and and so I just want to give a shout out and a hero badge to our friends who run summer camps, who are going to be counselors at summer camps and who were really looking forward to making the new memories and giving kids new. And and I know there are some camps that are still planning on going as of right now, but who knows. Yeah. And so. of course, last hero all of the people, I mean, the 317 of you that gave and supported. I Man, don't, no like, kidding. All the right? new friends like, of Be the Bridge. You are just so awesome. A lot of good, very heroic Tuesday. I love it. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, time to go live our lives, I guess. I don't know. Well, I'm going to go dream some dreams that maybe I've been afraid to dream, Annie, oh, because boy. of our big break. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let you. Um, all right, friends, make sure you wash your hands, and we'll see you back here on Friday. I like the way you ended. It just felt right. Friday. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even saying an ending either. That's how it ends. Friday.